Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of North Point Plus. 14, really? Yeah, we're, uh, when can you start driving lessons? Is it 14? 15 and a half, so halfway through the next podcast. There. Yeah, nothing really, you're just awkward at 14. We could do it like Comedians in Cars on Netflix. Mm-hmm. We could do that, and we'll just do the next podcast like in Rick's car or your car or something like that. <laughs> or let's get a nice car. If you guys have nice cars... Uh, you probably shouldn't let us borrow them to yeah, record really it. <laughs> You're wise keeping it to yourself at yeah. this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is our follow-up podcast. For those that uh, are maybe unfamiliar, we have our gatherings every Sunday. We have our message. And then this podcast is an opportunity to dive a little deeper, answer questions, continue the interaction and conversation with y'all. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun. So I'm one of your hosts, Mark Adkins. To my left, Jake Howard. Hey. Jake, you continued our Christmas Uncluttered yeah. series yesterday. We were talking about the importance of gifts and how yeah. gifts are the most important thing about Christmas. That's exactly That's, That was my takeaway from the message. That's Am I good. correct in that? That's it. That's it. And make sure to get Julie lots of jewelry. Yes. But don't take her anywhere. That's yeah. that's the key to a happy and successful marriage. That was a clear takeaway. So if you sure. have not seen Sunday's message, don't listen to any of what <laughs> we just said at all. Uh, plus, it also probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah, we talked about stuff on yeah. Sunday and just this culture, this uh, pressure, I think I would say, that we feel in uh, around Christmas time to, to have the perfect gift, to have the right amount of gifts, or just how stuff can overtake our Christmas season. Um, all the Amazon deliveries, all the things we got to plan out, all the things we got to do. And in some ways, uh, to piggyback kind of what Rick talked about on week one, uh, I think it steals some of that wonder away from us as Mm. well. So uh, what are other things? What are all the other alternatives we can do? And ultimately, it's just that reminder that, man, when Jesus is at the center of it, like everything else, yep. It's going to go well. It's going to go well. Yep. So, uh, and we use the wise men to kind of get there, which was kind of cool. Yes. So speaking of the wise men, this yeah. brings us to our first question. All right. So one of the, uh, one of the things you brought up, we read through uh, Matthew 2. Am I getting that correct? It was, it was chapter 2 of a book. <laughs> we'll put it that one way. One of the gospels. I'm going to leave you hananging on that one. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you, yeah. you know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, we, we centered on, we talked about the wise men, the magi coming in. And, and so one of the things we had talked about is that this traditional kind of picture that we have of the nativity where there's Mary and Joseph and the baby and there's yeah. the shepherds are there as well and the wise men are there as well and there's an angel over top and you have this beautiful picture of all these things happening at once probably most likely did not happen that way with the wise men. Yeah, because the drummer boy wasn't there. That's what we're that's, missing. That's what we're missing to really make that that's happen. What we're missing, gosh. Was the drummer boy. I gotta see if they have one of those figures for my <laughs> my wife's nativity set. Yeah, Let's see if I can sneak it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But one of the questions was, uh, can I tell my wife to stop nagging me to buy the wise men for my nativity set mm-hmm. because they're not supposed to be there? Yeah, uh, as long as you tell your wife not to quit nagging you. Using the word nagging is probably going to be the most successful thing for you, if I had to guess. Uh, yeah, so we recognize, right, like that whole uh, the creech and all the figurines that are in there, that's probably not 100% accurate, right? That's, that's almost harm, harm, Hallmarkian, I guess. Is that a word? Can I like I, can Hallmarkian. I Hallmarkian. <laughs> it makes it sound really bad. Right? Hallmarkian. <laughs> Which I'm on board with. <laughs> uh, to put out there. So I guess if if you wanted to make a nativity scene that was accurate, uh, it would take probably a couple years of putting this out. <laughs> You'd have to put the scene out, 
leave it a little bit, slowly get the shepherds are probably only going to be on there for a day. Yeah. The animals. Yep. Not, yeah. not that long. Uh, and really, the wise men aren't showing up till like July yep. of the next year, probably. So really, this question has backfired on this person. Yeah. Because now this nativity set has turned into a year long yes. process. It is a longer <laughs> process. You actually have to keep it up year round to be more accurate. Yes. So you do need the wise men. Yeah. You just need to set a calendar That's reminder. Exactly. For it. anywhere from one to two years. <laughs> And really, if we're being authentic, you should have that that animal smell. Yeah, things that contribute to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Real hay. Yeah. Noise recordings. Crying babies. Yeah. All yeah. of that. You need all of that. Yeah. Really go big. <laughs> uh, and invite me over. I want to see what that looks like. When yeah. If you if you go if you go through with it. Yeah. That's that's something that <laughs> I w- we would share that on our we on would, our social media. We pages. would be happy <laughs> to be a part of that. Someone's gonna do it, and now I've locked myself into yeah. it. I don't want to share that <laughs> on social pages. <laughs> please don't do that (laughs) don't tag us (laughs) yeah all right this next question is is great i think this is a great follow-up from last week so last week's message uh rick talked about exchanging busyness for wonder that the idea that at christmas we get so bogged down with busy Mm -hmm. stuff we have work parties and christmas parties and christmas concerts and christmas eve services and all like every weekend every weeknight everything is filled all the time and so exchanging that busyness for wonder and then this week we talked about okay trade all the stuff and create experiences so how do you balance okay i I don't want to get all of the toys and items and all the viral things that my kids ask for or want or the cool things to buy this christmas no more tickle me elmo fights how do we balance trading that stuff for cool experiences um time with family uh, focusing on jesus but not falling into this trap that we talked about last week of getting so busy that you lose sight of wonder yeah i mean that is such a good question um i guess for me uh i think the key to that is probably margin um Mm. like anything else uh man it's it's great to have experience just like it's great to have gifts but if you're going into debt to have gifts if you have to work harder in january to pay (laughs) for your december uh you don't have margin available in there right that's that's not healthy that's not good uh, and I, I think the same way with experiences, you know, the quality yep. of the experience, and they don't have to be big. They don't always have to be elaborate. You know, I told the story on Sunday of my brother and his uh, board hog right. thing there. <laughs> Man, that was that was just an experience of us just hanging out on yeah. Christmas and, and playing games. Um, and it was just that the focus was being together. Those are those kinds of experiences. Um, you know, I just recently went on to a, a trip. Uh, to Disney World, yeah. right? And if you ever go to Disney World, like, that takes a ton of planning. Right. Um, I'm not a Disney person, per se. Like, you know, I went, my daughters loved it. We did a whole family trip. It was a whole, whole lot of fun. Uh, my brother, uh, we think he's the long-lost son of Walt Disney. <laughs> like, I think that's truly what's there, because he is he's really into it. And it's phenomenal. He yeah. gets a lot of joy out of planning this. So, yeah. like, his hobby, almost, is planning some of these things and helping out. And, and he doesn't want to step on people's toes. And he does this right. phenomenal job, made a great trip of it. But there's, for him, joy in that. Yep. I would have hated every single moment right. of those things, right? Like, if he was not there, uh, like, guiding and helping, and I could ask questions to him and be a part of it, number one, it would have been a terrible trip. We wouldn't have gotten to do like anything, and, and yep. number two, uh, I would have been exhausted before I showed up, right? So, right. I, so for me, uh, I couldn't plan that. That's not how I would want to do experiences. But for him, it was, and I think in a similar yep. manner, like as you're creating experiences, man, create margin, do things that you know you're going to love and be able to enjoy. Um, we're not doing Christmas gifts with my in-laws this mm-hmm. year. Uh, we are doing experiences together. Yep. Um, so we've like spread it out over the entire year and we've all like divided 12 and then we all pick and choose different ones that we're yep. going to do different months. Um, so I don't, I couldn't sit here and tell you, oh, I've got all 
six months for our family planned right. out on that or right. where it's going to be, you know, we know we'll maybe do like a lug nuts game as a family experience some yep. point in time and cool. We'll do it in July, but I don't have the game plan. I don't have the tickets bought. I'll work right. on some of that stuff later. Cause I'm not going to exhaust myself right now. Right. Yeah. I think for me, the, the, the question of balance comes into understanding that you're, you're never going to have perfect balance mm-hmm. of I've, I've perfectly balanced trading yeah. busyness for wonder. I've perfectly yeah. balanced trading stuff for experiences and, and, and finding Jesus perfectly in, in all of that. Um, we can strive for that. We can work towards that. That's a good thing. Um, but for me, my gut check is always, have I made an idol out of doing this good thing? Right. So in, in trading this stuff for experiences, have I, have I basically just taken the idol of stuff and put it over the idol of experience and said, right. okay, for Christmas, for December, I need to have something planned every single night. And that that then becomes the goal of just quantity of experiences rather than the quality of the experience. Right. Um, assigning a, a dollar value to mean the actual value of the experience. So if I don't go to Disney, yeah. then I haven't had a real experience because all we did was play cards at home. Like right. that's not a real experience. Like, so if I start to idolize those things, then I've really I'm not, I'm just trading one <laughs> idol for another absolutely um, and losing the wonder in the middle in the midst of that right yeah it's that idea that if that if any one thing becomes the only thing yep well then it becomes an idol yep you know so it's just it's protecting and understanding against that um, and it's really at the heart of the experiences is is the joy of being together it's yep. it's celebrating together it's creating memories together. Um, so if you find yourself like trying to create these experiences that are causing you stress or heartache or pain, right. don't do those. Right. <laughs> don't do those. Go to Michigan Adventure as opposed to Disney World. It's okay. Like yes. just go have fun, you right. know? Because uh, there is, like you said, there's no such thing as as perfection or balance. I think rhythm is yeah. should be the strive. Yeah, um, and I think you can create good rhythms um, by just keeping that in mind. Yep. Yeah, and I think too. Um, I think Rick had shared this last week of, of having the perspective of, especially for those with kids. Obviously, if you're if you're single, if you're if you're married and you don't have kids, this can apply. It just applies in a different way. Yeah. But understanding that, like the value of that experience, especially through the eyes of your kids, is so much more valuable than you than you perceive it to be. Like we tend to look at things and be like, well, again, like I didn't spend enough money. We weren't here long enough. I wasn't really fully engaged the entire time. Yeah. But man, your kids are going to look back on that and like they're not going to remember like, oh, my dad only spent X amount of dollars on this experience or all we did was play cards. Like they have those memories of board hog and yeah. all these random things that, that come through that as opposed to what we tend to assign the value of an experience, which is right. the money spent on it, the time spent on it, and whatever we gauge to be like right. the happiness level that we can perceive from people. That's just not what makes experiences valuable. Absolutely. You know, I, I watched through the Disney trip that we just went on, and we did all of the parks, and we did uh, Chef Mickey, where the mm-hmm. characters like come yep. around um, at a COVID safe distance <laughs> from you, which makes pictures really difficult, but food was good. Force proof. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so we did all of these things. Um, and my daughter got to be a part of all of this. Yeah. And she loved seeing all the Frozen characters. Yep. Like that was her jam, which we did like for part of one day. Yep. Uh, and then being with her cousins. Yep. Like that was the thing that stuck out to her riding the Dumbo ride or the Cinderella or Snow White or, or whatever else they were, were, were cool. And she liked it then. Yep. But what she talks about now are her frozen characters because she's two. Right. Yep. right. Uh, and her cousins, like it was yeah. just being able to play with them and that experience yeah. that really made it. So next time I'm just going to buy her frozen dolls and we're all just going to go to like get a hotel room in a pool with her cousins. Right. This is Disney World. Yeah. Disney World. <laughs> and then she'll hate me when she sees the pictures, but she'll love it now. I She's going to value that experience now. That's what really matters. That's what we're idolizing. Yes, there it is. <laughs> 
Cool. Well, to, to, to wrap this all up, to bring this together, we got a really cool question that I think it, it, it's a fun question to end on. Um, someone asked, what are some examples of experiences uh, that your family has enjoyed at Christmas? I love hearing ideas of experiences that are planned or spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I like pronouncing words wrong just to make people annoyed. Spontaneous, the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> spontaneous. Spontaneous. That's like a cool Greek um, character. Yeah, I, I love movies. Like, movies is a thing for yeah. me. So, cr- like, going and seeing a movie on Christmas, and right, and they put out movies on Christmas for this yep. very reason they know you're Uh, gonna do it they sucker me in man i love it there's nothing better than like in a movie theater to experience uh, a movie Um, so like that to me that spontaneity to be able to do with with loved ones uh, is a blast yeah Um, but i got memories as a kid of of don't think it's just like going outside and sledding yep um i know uh playing hoops with my brother yep um we also uh, had planned a trip at one point in time to follow up right after christmas where we left and went down to gatlinburg Mm. like living in cincinnati going to gatlinburg is like people in in michigan and lansing like going up north we just went down south to gatlinburg in the smoky mountains um and that was incredible like i i remember being up in the cabin and the, the, had a hot tub and it snowed um and i literally played nintendo 64 with my brother like <laughs> so much on that trip right yeah. like smoky mountains are beautiful but here's mario right yep uh small things like that man i think of those experiences my pl- my parents had planned out this whole thing for us to go and do and that yeah. was great um but just on the flip side even just being able to shoot hoops with my brother or, yep. or my sister or uh, go see a movie with my wife on Christmas or something yep. like that afterwards, man. Those are, those are fun. It's just yeah. that quality time together. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the big thing is, is, is spending time together. That's the, that's really where the value of experiences comes through. Like I think on, on Julie's side, um, when we got married, her family was really intentional about trying to do like a thing every Christmas, which is, it's always like a goofy weird thing. Like last year or two years ago, I think we played top golf nice. and like, that's my memory of that Christmas is yeah. I don't remember what we got as gifts. I mean, we probably got socks and yeah. undershirts yeah, <laughs> and yeah. things like that. Um, <clears throat> but I remember playing top golf cause I'm horrible at golf. So it was fun for everyone else to laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. Super fun experience, <laughs> but it was a blast. Uh, I think the year before that we did like laser tag with a bunch of friends and, and family. So like things like that are just are fun for my family. <clears throat> um, I'm, Similar to your, you had shared your Christmas experience growing up was that Christmas just took forever. Yeah. Super long. So my, I have three other brothers, four younger sisters. So <clears throat> we had the same rule. We go in age order. Each person opens their gift yep. one at a time. They acknowledge it. They say thank you for it. Then you move on. And so it takes hours yeah. to get through that. Like I remember there was literally one Christmas where I don't think we had a ton of gifts. We just had all eight siblings and my parents. And it literally took all day yeah like we woke up at seven and we weren't done with gifts until like nine o'clock at night yeah it was like that was like the breaking point for my family but we're like we can't do this <laughs> we can't do this anymore um so after that gifts started lowering in quantity and what we started to do is just we drew names mm-hmm. so but because of that, now we have time to create experiences within that. So this random thing that we just started to do impromptu is like we just write poems for each other that are like really dumb and yeah. goofy. Like they're not Pulitzer Prize winning <laughs> poems by any means. But we just write like a poem for that person. And that's the thing that we remember now is like, oh, yeah. like I remember I had my dad two years ago. I legit don't remember what I bought my dad. But I could almost recite that poem from memory. <laughs> <That's> awesome. Because <laughs> it's just like a goofy thing that we do. And yeah. I think having space for that 
that's the benefit of removing this stuff is now your day isn't filled from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. of right. managing like, okay, who's who's next? Who's in birth order? Are we really being appreciative enough? Are we vocalizing our appreciation enough and going through the tradition? Mm-hmm. Now that we have space, we can do goofy things like write poems for each other, yeah. and that's the thing that we remember. Um, <clears throat> so that's the benefit that I think comes from getting rid of the stuff is you have space <laughs> to make right. experiences spontaneous or not. Um that that's what really creates memories. Yeah, that's that's that removing to make space for what matters. Yeah, right. It's like we've we've wow. done it. We should tagline <laughs> that for a, a series. Oh wait, next Christmas. Yeah, next Christmas. We'll do it when the wise men come. There it is. <laughs> Waiting on those guys. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all we got. Unless there's anything else you wanna you wanna hammer on for that take home message. No, no. Um, you know, if you're in trouble at home, buy your wife jewelry. Like if she's n- nagging you about wise men. <laughs> For instance, uh, go ahead and buy her jewelry and then just take her to have a fun experience with it. And uh, and it'll all turn out better for you. There you go. There's my real advice there to the go. wise men. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Jake. Thanks for taking us through that. Thank you for submitting questions, for continuing the conversation. Uh, be sure to like, share the video, subscribe, do all the fun social media stuff. And uh, we will see you next week.